Here's John McCure. All right, hope you're having a great Tuesday. Greg Matzik is here. Debbie Lazic has got your roads. Wyatt Barmore Pooley is in the newsroom. And we've got two people producing the show today. That's how big this show is. Tony Cartagena is producing the show, and Sam is back there helping as well. So we've got things rolling. Uh, today is cut-down day in the NFL. It was about a half an hour ago that teams had to submit their final cut-downs. ESPN Jason Wildey is heard. It's Wildey and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon on ESPN Milwaukee. He is the best in the business, and he is with us. Hey, Jason, let's start with any surprises. Uh, I think there's one surprise. Uh, it's not a huge one because he led the NFL in rushing in the preseason, but Emmanuel Wilson making the 53 when we were told specifically by both head coach Matt LaFleur and general manager Brian Gutekunst that you make the team as the third running back by playing on special teams and by being good in pass protection. He did have a nice blitz pickup during the game against Seattle last Saturday. But here's a kid coming from a Division II school in Fort Valley State, uh, certainly one of the really good, feel-good stories of camp, but I did not expect him on the 53. I expected him to go on waivers, get through waivers, and end up on the practice squad because there's a lot of guys that are productive at that position. But they kept him on the roster, so they obviously see something that must be more special than maybe we even thought about him. Well, he's certainly a great story, right? We talked about that after the Cincinnati game. We started to learn about him a little bit more. He showed game-changing breakaway speed. He also was performing on the anniversary of his father's passing. He's the D2 kid. From a storyline perspective, Willie, this is kind of a feel-good one. No doubt there he is, and, and that's great. Um, you know, I, I was personally surprised that they cut Patrick Taylor, though, who has been in their system for a long time who has been on most of their special teams units. Uh, that was that was the surprise that they chose Wilson over him. because. But again, maybe this is consistent even further with the we're going to go young, we're going to go with unproven guys, we're going to live through growing pains, and we're going to give opportunities to guys to grow so they can be better down the road because that's clearly the approach this team is taking to this roster this season. So two things stand out to me, and, and keep in mind, this is an initial roster. This will change, and it, I don't know, could change in the next hour or so. But the Packers don't have a long snapper presently, and they have two listed tight ends who are both rookies, and Josiah DeGuara, who was a tight end, is now a fullback. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a little light a few positions, including a long snapper where they have zero right now. Um, but their plan is, as I understand it, Luke Tenuta, who is on the initial 53 here, the NFL rules require you, if you want to be able to put a guy on an injured reserve with the opportunity to come back later in the year, he has to be on the roster for the first day. So he has to make the initial 53, and then tomorrow they can put Luke Tenuta, who injured his ankle in Cincinnati, they can put him on injured reserve. That would create a roster spot. He would be eligible to come back later in the season, and then they could re-sign uh, Matt Orzek, who is their long snapper, at least in theory. Now, I suppose to some degree there is some risk there, right? Like, if you were ready to have this guy be your long snapper, and he has been one in the league, he won a Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams, if you're one of the other teams and you're not so sure about your long snapper, Boy, you could really mess things up for the Packers if you said, hey, we're going to claim Matt Orzek and put him on our roster. And then the Packers would be scrambling for a long snapper. So there is some risk involved. They must be 
taking a calculated risk and feel like they're not going to lose him. But that is one of the more interesting aspects of the roster, to be sure. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildy is with us. All right, Wildy, so throughout the show, we've been talking about a new survey out that discusses what people do when they're having a hard time falling asleep. Do they turn on the TV? Do they recite cities by the alphabet? What do they do? Are you a good sleeper? I uh, I am an amazing sleeper. It's one of my best skills. I'm very proud of it. Uh, I can fall asleep about, about anywhere. I can fall asleep very quickly. It's uh, very rare that I wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall back to sleep. We have uh, our younger dog, Sadie, who is four, is trained uh, to ring the bell on the back door to go to the bathroom. Yes. Uh, at one twenty-five this morning, she had to go to the bathroom. She woke me up. Took her out, stood at the door, waited for her return, laid back down, and I was asleep within the next three minutes. So uh, this does not apply to me, and I'm bragging. Yes, I am. You are. <laughs> so my dogs are bell-trained also, and we discovered that occasionally they would get up in the middle of the night and ring the bell. And We didn't know if they really had to go to the bathroom where they were playing, so now we don't let them out of the bedroom at night. They sleep at the foot of our bed, and so we leave them in the bedroom, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is this going to work? We're going to wake up, and there's going to be an accident because they've been ringing the bells. We've never had an accident. Clearly, they just wanted to go play, wanted to chase something in the middle of the night. So don't let the well, dog out of the bedroom, Wildy. You've, you've, you haven't had an accident yet, but now that you've said this on the radio, I look forward to you cleaning up poop tomorrow morning. Uh, I am also bell-trained. My wife rings it, and I get her a glass of wine. It's a very different system, but it seems to also work. Also at 2 in the morning. Yes, right. Pavlovian, Pavlovian uh, tendencies both for your dogs. And for Greg Matthews. Yes, Good to know that they can both be trained the same way. I have a yeah. very simple mind. Wildy, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. It's always good to talk. Thank you. My pleasure, fellas. Take care. Be good.